Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammie. Hey, Cammie. Hey, Bryant. What's going on? Just spooking it up for Halloween. Spooking it up. I Yeah, I'm super spooky. I'm, I got Sudafed in me, ibuprofen, it's spooky. Cammie, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been a wonderful October. We're on three of three uh, so far. We've been hitting movie-themed that's the, that's the the theme, right? Yeah, because typically yeah, we have a theme much. every October. So move move like uh, spookiness based on movies uh, with some we, Poltergeist, haunted house, and this one's a little broader. Maybe maybe not. Yeah, how would you describe? I this? I would say it's not broader than than haunted house, really. But sure. it um good point. Maybe than Poltergeist for sure, but it's slashers so slasher right. films classic slasher films yes which is still oh man so you know cammy gives us a story um she she's got a nice story and then i'll kind of lead a, a discussion uh it's it's really it was cool getting like a history lesson on the cinema and how many graduate papers were done on this topic and books <laughs> and how much analysis is done it's it's really fascinating so again uh cammy will will lead a, or will give us a story and then i'll talk i'll give the discussion Cammie, why don't you take it away? Absolutely. So I used the Wikipedia page, The Hook, and also the Texarkana Murder Mystery from Texas Monthly by Prudence McIntosh. In the county of Bowie, Texas, just outside the Arkansas line, the Overlook was a popular place for couples to go after a movie or dinner. It was a secluded spot on top of a cliff which overlooked the town. Hence the name. There isn't much else to do in a small place like this. One such couple started their date out at the local diner and then went to see the latest Scream movie and found themselves, at the end of the night, driving to the Overlook. On the way, the two were playing the radio and talking about what could possibly be in store next for Sidney Prescott and which Scream had been their favorite in the franchise when the announcer came on. It was close to Halloween, so he was talking about the spooky history of their town. The Overlook had been a popular makeout spot since the 1940s. The announcer rambled a bit about some old town lore of a killer who frequented that place years ago. The DJ said he was rejected by his lover, who found another to marry. So the jilted man started taking his revenge on every happy couple he could find parked at the Overlook. He was a butcher by trade, so he would use a meat hook to break the car windows and stab the couples where they sat. The two girls began to kiss, but they heard a faint scratching at their roof. One of the girls gets out, but sees nothing in the darkness, and decides it was something on the radio to enhance the ambiance of their story. They began to kiss again, but they heard the same noise on the side of the car. They turned the radio down and continued, but just then they heard a loud bang against the rear window. They screamed and threw the car into reverse. They didn't stop until they were at a well-lit filling station. The two got out of the car, no scratches on the side and the tops of the vehicle. Then they walked to the back. Dangling from the rear windshield wiper was a meat hook. The couple, too startled to speak, calmly got back into the car and turned up the radio. They caught the announcer saying, This just in, the overlooked killer has escaped. He's considered to be armed and dangerous. Do not approach. Please lock your doors and alert authorities if you see or hear anything suspicious. 
Do you, do you remember, uh, I think it was last episode, I told you about how Community, the NBC show, had a um, Halloween episode where they were, like, describing. Yeah, I do. The, um, that was, like, that story is, like, one of the ones that they describe. Um, but it's Britta, who's, like, not fun. She's a great character, but that, like, part of her character development is that she's increasingly, like, a you know, a buzzkill. And she tries to, it, it's great. It, it was, it was like, listening to her tell the story, but because it's you, it was actually a good story. It was wonderful. Uh, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, they're going to go, eh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, she's named after a water filter. I know. So I uh, know. Yeah, her parents were <laughs> something wrong with her parents. Um, that, yeah, that that is like a good quintessential like story of of that, the, the hook-handed man. You know, the interesting thing, so mm-hmm. this story is, it's not really based on a true story per se, but a lot of the details that are in this urban legend um, are very similar to a mur- to a murder a murderer uh, that existed in tar- Texarkana, which is where I got the story from. So I read oh, the real sure. story of what happened, and then I uh, read the Wicca as well. Oh no, that's <laughs> great. That's really great. Um, so you know, I I I wanted to kind of look and see if there is like you know i just kind of went with broad googles of like slasher genre and mythology that kind of thing and there's not any particularly there i I got a ton oh man because of it's it's, because it is halloween and because there's these great new you know continuations of lots of um old films and new ones like that smile one i keep getting ads for that smile one whenever i'm on these websites that are talking about it um and it they they list so I found there's like a bunch of websites. I think half of them just copied and pasted each other. But the one I stuck with was CBR.com. Uh, and it, it had like a list of 10 horror movies inspired by myth. They were all lists. You know, everyone loves lists on right. the internet. Uh, and it was it was cool, though, because I, <clears throat> you know, I know that you aren't quite into uh, horror movies. Like, you don't seek them. Uh, I don't necessarily seek them either. I, I like them when they're a little smarter. Like, we were talking about how much we enjoy Cabin in the Woods. But that's, you know, like, has comedy in it and, and other, you know, it's it's a meta. Um yeah, it definitely breaks the fourth wall yeah. throughout the entire movie. <laughs> right. Um, but this one did list some really cool ones. So, like, there was a, a movie called Antlers that had the Wendigo. Uh, La Llorona was a great um, film based off of a mythological spirit from Latin American folklore. Of course, um, Headless Horseman, uh, Sleepy Hollow. We, we've talked about a couple of these. Vampires came up. Um, leprechauns. Krampus, which was great. <laughs> Uh, one one that was cool, like was this. There was a there was a horror movie called Urban Legend, where oh yeah, I, I had never heard of this film. And I, the murderer uses urban legends to kill. And I was like, oh, that's great because we we've had our, our little side segments, urban legends, where we would talk about that. And there was a few other great ones. One uh, was called The Ritual. Actually, was based in Norse mythology. Another one called Troll Hunter was as well. That's really cool. So, a lot of um, horror movies are using myth today, but it, it's kind of like it doesn't seem like um, they they haven't really like it didn't really start that way necessarily they're kind of spinning them but but so what it, uh, what what made these films um, the, the rise of uh, slasher films and and things like that it's actually pretty cool it kind of it stems from old films uh, especially in the fifties and sixties with um, two specific genres uh, German uh, crimi or like criminal. Uh, with a K films and uh, Italian cinema, a, a genre called Yalo, which is yellow. 
and but it's spelled oh, okay. G- yeah you're gonna see it G I A L L O. I did see that. Yeah, like, I, I did see that when I was reading. You know the the it's it's like yalo. It's not giallo or whatever. But yeah, so um, those two and and people like uh, Wikipedia, Britannica, and a few other websites um, that are copying them for their online articles. They kind of yalo. Italian yellow, uh, that's that's like the kind of the core of these, but a lot mentioned the German Krimi as well. And specifically the German Krimi because they were um, inspired by these um, British mystery films or books, excuse me, uh, that were eventually changed um, into like, – like they were based off of that. So these – like the, the idea basically that these films um, – did then and, and and what now is like they were based off of like especially the criminal films that I that's what I really liked uh, reading about because they're based on these these books uh, which reminded me a lot of like Agatha Christie stuff which the, you know was written after that the the big thing about them is there's like a mystery and in them it's it's a criminal mystery so there's a murderer and you don't know who the murderer is and I'm like that's basically what all horror movies are at their core in a, in a <laughs> yeah. sense and I was just like oh my gosh and it just kind of like a light bulb came on in my head and um what the Yalo films did was they they did that, but they included sort of the goriness and had some mm. eccentric characters. There there was like an unknown guy who would who would literally like cut you and stuff like that. So so these you know oh like evil with the evil within is that a movie or a game that was the video game yeah 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 um so yeah it, it's cool because like. You know, it, it was sort of like an evolution. Like, you know, there's like a, a line of Agatha Christie that leads up to the new Halloween movie with Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, like there's it's a it's it's this weird like uh, proto into European language like tree uh, of films that starts off with mysteries. And, and that, that totally makes sense. But it, it, of course, it started to stem and stem and stem and stem. And like, uh, you know, later, like my notes kind of t- and what Wikipedia talks about is when we get into things like American Psycho. Uh, that goes into a whole new sort of thing um, that that I really enjoyed. One thing I found was this old Reddit thread uh, that someone they asked um, the question in this eight eight, uh, right, eight months ago. I thought it was eight years ago. It was actually not too long ago. So this person, Bo Bell, I'll link it in the the podcast because it was pretty cool. They asked the question, "Why is the mythological boogeyman slasher genre an American phenomenon?" And uh, someone, um, I, I, I can't even really pronounce their name, I'm sorry, um, their username. They had a really great point, though, that they said advances in information gathering and analysis by the FBI created a brand new monster for the 1970s, the serial killer. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. I, you know, I, you know, this is just sort of their conjecture. I'm sure that there it could be some research and stuff like that, but it totally makes sense. Because um, the, the, these criminals do sort of, it, like the, the, when it goes from the crimmy and the yellow films to like straight up horror, um, like with Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho, and stuff like that, there there is uh, we get these these single guys like the Michael Myers, um, and even like when we go into the supernatural ones like Freddy Krueger and stuff. Um, but yeah, it totally takes that that ser- serial killer thing, but that kind of like became a thing because of the FBI. So I I thought that was a really interesting point that this user made. Uh, regarding Can you that. like um, spell their name? Yeah, or is it I, just like inappropriate. Uh, no, no. Um, es, okay. Es, yeah, Espa Mesa. There we go. Okay. Espa. I, I will link the thread in, um, so you can read it yourselves. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes on on YouTube and on uh, podcast stuff, Pinecast. Sure. All that. So, um, yeah, and, and so from that like discussion, it, it 
it's really cool to see you know cammy sent me some links there's a great book uh, men women and chainsaws um, by carol clover that came out in 92 that uh it's it, uh, it looks at cult the culture it, it's a critique of culture and looks into like the use of gender in the films and stuff like that mm-hmm. um what's interesting is that uh you know the, the there's the final girl uh trope which has its own wikipedia page too um and the and it, it's it's funny because like the final girl it you you'd think it's about like the sadisticness of the killer which in like american psycho it is like he, he that's the main character but like with mm-hmm. the final girl scenario the final girl is kind of the main character in a way and like sydney prescott and scream uh, and she 100 percent is no, yeah. no spoilers <clears throat> right yeah <laughs> sorry um but yes yeah that is that's a really great way to put it so uh it, it's or Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, Jamie Lee Curtis, one hundred percent. Yeah, Halloween, like, yeah. them and, and like uh, what's what's crazy too is just like how like in some of these cases they're the ones that like aren't the sexually you know um, loose ones. They're the ones that are more reserved. So it's it's is it like a reward? You're rewarded for your <clears throat> virtuousness. Yeah. yeah, that that's interesting because Cabin in the Woods plays with that so much. Exactly, it's and they the... yeah, they require they like they need the virgins. They and then and the non they need both. They need both. Like. Each, right. each person has a role. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods, you've got to watch. that. That's uh, such a great film. Um, really, really, really funny. So, yeah, I, I just it, – it, there's a really great way to see – Wikipedia's um, write-up on the slasher film. It, it does a great job of simplifying it for me. Again, because I'm not, you know, like super into these films. I know – I remember, like, when I worked retail, like, there was a family that loved – like, they would, it was like a full family – husband wife multiple kids and they would all watch these movies together and stuff and they would wear the shirts and they they loved this stuff and i was just so jealous of them and they it was it was just like such a cultural icon for them and they, they didn't just like it for like their simpleness like i don't know it was it was they could wait see which more. movies was it just horror movies in general in or general like specific oh okay in general yeah, yeah yeah in general they were just totally into them um so and they were they were just they were up on the the history of it too and i mean it's crazy to see there's like the the original then there's like the neo slashers then there's the modern and then there's this and then like it, it just goes off into these multiple things when i had kind of looked at it more simply um yeah scream really started its own genre right of stuff too because it was it didn't take itself as seriously yeah. as previous slashers had taken themselves. right and then that kind of, that formed a whole genre of like being a complete farce you know uh, of, right. of just oh yeah things. like scary movie right. and <laughs> So it's this is a, like a wonderful spectrum, and it's it's just it's deeper than like I gave it credit for, or than I recognized it for. So uh, that was really, it, that was just really interesting, and I I'm glad that we took the time to do that to to look at this, and so I could discover that again. Like when I when I realized like the crimmy films, these bad guys, I was like it, it it makes sense. It's a mystery, and there's a villain, and he's killing people. But like it just wasn't you know that wasn't the kind of the point of it. It was about the it was almost James Bondian, you know, like like that's right. that's what kind of flipped me out. Is it's it's like we're we're one like angle away from being James Bond or a horror film if we perspective. I was thinking about that when we started talking about mm. slasher because what really is the difference from a horror movie and just any movie? Yeah, it, it's with a killer the way you or t- with with something. It, yeah, it's the way you tell the it. Way you tell it, yeah. Wow, this is enlightening. <laughs> it is enlightening. <laughs> you all right? I'll. I'm. I'm essentially done with my conversation. I'll. I'll leave you with one huge enlightening um, fact. 
And I'm going to ask you this, Cammie, and you're, you've got to guess. I'll give you a hint if you oh, can't no. get it right. Um, I hate getting things wrong. <laughs> Michael Myers, you know, uh, uh-huh. the, the horror guy, not Canadian actor. Uh, both very scary. Um, okay. You know, his ma- he wears a mask and he, he's coming at you. He's going to get you Jamie Lee Curtis. His mask is, is actually a prop mask that was made from an actor. What actor? Um, I do know who this is, but I don't. It's um, you can, you can, it's Kirk. Yes, it's, it's William it's Shatner. Kirk. But uh, yeah, William Shatner. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Oh, I'm glad you knew that. Yeah, I feel like that would be like a wonderful trivia that like most people would know. So I, I laughed, and then I can't stop seeing it now. Um, I know. Yeah, like when I found, I remember when I found that out. It was like, God, that's just. It's almost funny at this point. Now the real question is like, does he get money? Do you think Shatner was able to like <laughs> for every seriously, movie, his likeness? every time it's streamed? I'm curious know. if like they would get in front of that and be like, "Yo, before you say something, here's a check, a percentage check based off of the films." Because I mean, they... that would be so interesting to find out if he's ever. I mean, maybe he doesn't care because I'm sure he seems decent. Like he doesn't seem like sure too much of a jerk. So he might just be like whatever. But at the same time, they're making a lot of money. So maybe I mean, they why sold the mask for like 60 bucks and that's what he took. And he's like, Rrr. right. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah. I should have done a little bit more. So no, that was great. Um, yeah, that, that is essentially my, my discussion. I, like, Wikipedia did like have a, a history kind of thing. It, it was all like the history of the film genre, but it did say like appeals of violence um, go all the way back to ancient Rome. That was it. That's all they said. That no, no, it goes beyond ancient no Rome. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You want to stop at ancient Rome 2000 years ago is when you want to stop. That's what made me laugh. I was like, <laughs> Mesopotamians, they were happy, they were, they didn't fight. Egyptians, I mean, it, like, screw civilization, right? <laughs> like, I mean, people, people are violent, right. people have always been violent, right? Yeah, so I, I that made me laugh. And and I guess, like, it is a different sort of discussion. And when you're looking up slasher stuff, you're not typically looking at it at that end. And I'm sure I could have done some deep dives, found some, like, JSTOR articles. Uh, I, I think it's pretty obvious, yeah, that, like, you know, we have old, many old sources the the talk about death and defeat. I mean, it, it, you, I, you know, what we just said about a horror movie is just a, a story with a villain who, who does bad things and just how you take it. Like, you could make a horror movie out of, like, the Odyssey, you know? Like, oh, for, uh, sure, you know, for sure. The sirens, like, oh, God, that would be, right. that'd be terrifying. Or Odysseus might be the the bad guy. All right, guy. don't blow my mind two times <laughs> in one podcast, please. No, so uh, really fun to look into this. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the three episodes that we've had featured on this stuff. I think it's kind of been a fun ramp up from like a specific topic to like a broader and a slightly even more broader um, topic. So uh, tell us what your favorite slasher film is. Tell us one that like if, if it's unique um too i i i don't you know i i don't know if i could bring myself to like watch all the halloween films or something like that i remember i've seen a couple of them but it's all on like fx uh three bit piece sure i was a kid so yeah and like the probably the weird ones or down. whatever yeah but if you got one that you, really you should like... definitely watch scream three like yeah. i think you'd like it because it scream started that whole genre mm-hmm. that we were talking about of like the it's a scary movie and it's definitely a scary movie but it it it's almost meta in its approach. Sure. It knows it's a scary movie. That's cool. Um, Scream 2, you know, just continuation of that. Scream 3 really takes it to another level. They are actually like, the characters exist. And then there's also this other world because they're filming a movie based on the characters. So each character has a counterpart. 
That's so really it's even cool. more meta. Like it's it's insane. Like it's so good. I didn't know that. Scream Three is is just genius. I yeah. Didn't know that. I, don't, I, don't I don't know that everybody will agree with me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people probably won't. But yeah. <laughs> if you don't agree with Cammy, tell us why. <laughs> or if you do, <laughs> tell us why. No, that's great. I will. Say, I think the mist. I I barely remember it. That was a Stephen King one. Um, I remember I I remember watching that with one of my best friends a long time ago about the the killer mist. Having that. Oh that. yeah, and then there was another movie called The Fog that was very similar to that. Oh yeah, oh. if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that covers it. Unless you've got anything you want to add today, Cammy. No, I think that's it. I'm just excited for next week as well. Yes, yeah, we should have a big episode to round out October. Um, so stay tuned. But of course, let us know what you'd like us to talk about for the rest of the year. Mystery with an I E all one word at gmail.com or our Facebook group. We just had a bunch of people join. Thanks for coming in, uh, everyone. I think we will see you next time. Oh. Oh.